Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. I made up my mind, I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Rid it, get to do, and welcome into More Important Issues. It is Sunday, December 27th. Did, was there a, there was a live coaching search last night, right? Live interview process, live a, tryout, yeah, audition. Tryout. Yeah, I, I like the, the tryout. I appreciate you, Freeze. Fight, fight to the death. I appreciate you, Freeze, trying to uh, do his best to pull off a Tennessee loss. Um, when there were probably more Tennessee fans watching than Liberty fans. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I just, I couldn't help but think that was would have been a perfect uh, beginning to the Hugh Freeze error to lose that game in that fashion. That would have been, you, you can't write a, there's no Hollywood story that good. Like, what are you doing? I don't, I've been muted. It's okay. <laughs> We're not too far in. It's been a while. It's been a, it's been a while. Um, it really hasn't, but I feel like it has. I feel like it's been like a week. Since, I don't know. Since I was, I've seen you. I was thinking I hadn't been here in a while. So yeah. um, that that's probably true. Miss you. Miss you too, man. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I, mean, I definitely haven't seen you since Christmas. No, I haven't. Because no. that was two days ago. But <laughs> it feels like it, it's already feels like it was so long ago. Were you even here? Not Christmas Day. I was here Christmas Eve and the day after. I got back home Christmas Day. Okay. Yeah, shout out to, first off, Merry Christmas, everyone. Hope you guys had a wonderful holiday. Um, continue having wonderful holidays going into the new year. Um, shout out to Dot and people who made the road safe. I had to travel Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Christmas Eve, I won't lie, was terrifying. Yeah, it I had to leave my car at my parents' house, and uh, my sister's boyfriend had to take us home. Yeah, uh, I drove from here to Cleveland. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get to leave till about 1130, and the, the interstates were fantastic. Um, the roads getting there, like John Sevier and Tipton Station, were not fun to navigate. Yeah, on, on the day after Christmas, I went to Sono Taco because... Of course. Yeah. I wanted to join you, but I slept in. I'm sorry. It's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I went up like to from Tipton Station to get to John Sevier. You know that road? It's it's right before you get to Wildwood. Yeah. So you Winkle. Like, yeah, you go up. Oh, Newbert Springs? Yeah. 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 So you go up, um, and it like all the trees are over top of it, so it was right. just solid ice. Yeah, no, so was... I literally slid up the hill. Oh, nice! And then I got to where I could stop. I let <laughs> cars go by to get on John Sevier, and it wouldn't like my tires just kept spinning. Oh, nice! So I just creeped into John Sevier. It was so terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it definitely was not a fun driving conditions the past few days. Hope you guys have stayed safe. Um, it's been fun to I, didn't, I haven't got to play in the snow, but pictures. I love the snow. Um, so I love the cold. I love cold weather personally. You do, and I don't. I've got nice jackets. <laughs> I like wearing my you jackets. Use them. <laughs> yeah, my toboggan. It gets your money's worth. Exactly. Uh, but I, yeah, I do like cold weather, um, and it's bowl season, so you know that makes it more fun. See, I hate cold weather. I hate it. I like all weather though. Like just, I'm not. Like, it just hurts. I don't dread 
I don't dread the the heat. I don't dread the winter. I don't dread like rain. Like it's everything. I like. I like it. It's cool. It just, is what it is. You're just a good guy. <laughs> just, yeah, just <laughs> loving life, just man. Just a dude. Just loving life. Um, yeah, we are. Guys, we are. In, I, this week, and I'm probably just conspiracy theory in it, like getting trying to get the wheels turned in my head, but I just, I feel like we're logical. The logical person to me goes, we're not firing Pruitt. It's too far. Yeah. The conspiracy theory where the, I've gotten the gears turned in my head, I'm like, mm-hmm. man, I've seen more people that I, I trust talking about it. Um, more people may be trying to sell me on some, somebody in specifically. So the the conspiracy theory gears are turning. I'm thinking there might be something to what we're hearing. Yeah, like you, you let both of those coaches last night fight for the position. <laughs> exactly. And then you don't give Pruitt the opportunity to win some fans back with a bolt. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little conspiracy theory in it, so I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. Let's do it. We'll, so we'll, we'll get into the we'll get into the Pruitt though. We'll we'll, t- we'll talk all about conspiracy Pruitt. theories. We're, yeah, exactly. We're talking football. Caden Salter balling out Did in he? the Texas. What? So it wasn't the fi- semifinal. It was so the it was regional final. Region regional semifinal. So if so, next week is the regional final, and then if he if they win that game, they'll go to the semifinals. And it's a lot of game. It's a lot of names. Well, if you remember, like. Um, I mean, Texas football is just huge anyway. Right. And if you remember the bracket for Friday Night Lights, you remember how big that bracket is? I honestly don't. It's been a while since I've seen that movie. Well, it's huge. I looked at the bracket today just because I was like, regional semifinal. Like, what round is that? Because in Tennessee, it's like first round, second round, and it's quarterfinal, semifinal. So it's four rounds, Tennessee. How many is it? Six? So this would be their fourth game? So Friday was their fourth game? So Friday was their third game. Third game? Okay. Yeah. So six games total if you play in the state championship? Yeah. So it's five, seven games total if you play in the state championship. I don't know. It's a lot, It's more than Tennessee. That's the point. Yes. It <laughs> it's is. more. It, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> more than Tennessee. Uh, or, yeah, than the state of Tennessee. Um, we are going to talk bowl game. One specific bowl game in mind. First off, we we're going to talk about it because shots. Hugh Freeze just happened to be coaching at it. You know, this is a Tennessee podcast first. Coastal Carolina, Chanticleer's. Podcast second. so Big Conway guys. Exactly. We're actually growing out our mullets right now. You just can't tell because it takes some time. Yeah. We got to groom those, them. Take some time. Um, and then we're going to talk some ball basketball. Of course. We they, get our haircuts to like, if you cut it more often, it makes it grow faster. Exactly. That's exactly. What <laughs> That's what we're doing. Um, shaving it down. Uh, then talking ball basketball, they kick off conference play and return to play December 30th at Missouri versus Conzo versus the Tigers. I'm ready. I'm ready for more basketball. I'm ready for conference play. Just oh, undefeated. Undefeated. I've never bet on the balls. Never lost. Someone called me out on it. They said you're going to do it if there's a spread the love, or they said you can't do it if there. You can't do it if there's a spread the love. So I said okay. If there's ever a spread the love basketball bet, I can't take it. Can't take the free money. No, I'm going to allow you to do that. No, I can't take it. I said today I can't do it. Got to stay true to my word. No. <laughs> No, nope. Landon's trying to earn me some free money. Yeah, I appreciate I'm help it. you out, man. I, I I appreciate Landon trying to earn you, me some free money. You got to start making money for Christmas next year. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, everybody for the get... kids. Caleb's for the kids, man. Let him take the free money. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and then we're talking. Where was I at here? And then we've got uh, bowl season. More bowl games. Kamara, Alvin Kamara. If he had done that last week, I would have won my other, not our fantasy league, another fantasy league. So, nice. Yeah, but a week too late. That's the way it goes. Yeah, of course. Is what it is, and and, and sixth. I mean, usually if 
If it was any other person, we'd probably just have it most important. But we've, it, we've got a whole segment. Yeah, <laughs> got to be Kamara. Mm-hmm. Um, you ready? I Let's guess. Do it. I guess first, check out our sponsors: Tennessee mm-hmm. Tap House, Blue Water Climbing Control, and Hound Dogs. Great people, absolutely. And if a great job of um, making the show possible. And I usually say it's it's getting cold. It is cold. It's freezing. <laughs> so please go if you're having HVAC <laughs> troubles. Go contact Blue Water Climate Control. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it is very cold. I have, but it's warm during the day. Yeah, it's so weird. you gotta have a good you gotta have a good HVAC system. I've been turning up and down like tonight. I'll return and it'll be freezing when I get back home because I turn the heat down. Mm. Down, yeah, down. So, yeah, during the day, like I'll be sitting here, I'm like, man, it's warm in here. I'll turn the fan on, and then it'll get to like where it's getting dark, and I'm like, oh man, I'm freezing. Yeah, now then it gets cold. So, yep. you gotta have those good HVAC system. If you got questions, drop them in the chat. I'm on Facebook or Landon's on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. Pulling up YouTube now. Hope you guys are doing good. Let us know where you're listening from. You guys have a good, safe holiday. Let's let's do it. Let's Any talk. listeners out there in Conway, South Carolina? Yeah, do we? Let's call it Myrtle Beach. It's Myrtle Beach. It's Conway. <laughs> it's, it's, you get it. It's, Myrtle it's the Beach. way of Con. <laughs> but yeah, ho- hopefully we've got some some shots in this chat. Um, drop some questions in. Let's do it. Let's talk Pruitt. Let's do it. We have a good we have a good comment here. Speaking of Pruitt, guys, every school cheats in recruiting. It's just how good you are at hiding it. I don't even think you have to be good at hiding it. I think you just got to be good after you do the cheating. Because you're right, every school cheats. So what can you do with the players that you cheated to get when they get on campus? Yeah. I think that's all it is. So the investigation right now is, from what I'm hearing, and it, it everything would line up, these are two de- different reports. Sounds like maybe a credit card was given to a current player who spent it on recruits at maybe what I heard was a steakhouse. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that. That sounds, that sounds like the dumbest penalty like that sounds like something that you they're like tennessee reported a level three violation (laughs) yeah yeah it sounds like nothing like who cares so there's got to be something more to it if it's what everyone's freaking out about right or 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 are people just looking for a way out i don't know we we have a question right here from uh jamar huddleston says what coach do you think want to be back um from the looks at our record, from the looks of the coaches who declined the pay cut, I would say T. Martin and Jay Graham are probably the only ones that actually want to be back. I I would say they all want to be back. They all want to get paid. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, I mean, I think – I don't know what the Will Friend situation was. I don't know how that went down. Um, I don't know. what I mean, does he have ties to South Carolina? Are there coaches there that he's coached with, worked with? Who cares? Or, Take him. I know. I'm just saying. Eight hundred thousand like, dollars to be shit. Go. I just don't. You're welcome. Merry Christmas, South Carolina. Yeah. No take backs. Uh, I just don't. I mean, obviously, we're happy he's gone. Don't. It was time for him to move on. It was time for him to move on. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the case with other coaches. Like, I don't know if Chris Winkie leaves on his own. Like, Will Friend seems to have left on his own. Yeah, I think you'll have a lot of guys. Or not a lot of guys. I think you'll have some more guys that you're just going to have to be like, hey, it's time for Jake. Why are you not making moves now? Bill Belichick fires people on Christmas all the time. They got COVID. <laughs> he cut. He's cut people on Christmas 
Call them and fire them on Christmas. They get a buyout. <laughs> There's no friends in this business. Except Wilfred. <laughs> <laughs> There's only winners. Only winners exist in this business. And winners don't take holidays. I don't give a crap about Christmas. And winners don't go three and seven. And winners don't go three and seven. Uh, so Jeremy Pruitt. Is he is he here in January? Probably. I think so. Oh, like yeah. I said, the logical person in me says yes. Yep. But it just who's it who does it take? Does it just take Randy Boyd being like, nah, I'm good. Is Randy Boyd gonna do that? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's... It's, former's not going to do it. So that's to be somebody above former. I just... With everything I have ever heard about Randy Boyd, that does not seem like something that would... Ha- that would... That would take place under him. Like, under... His direction. Yeah. Is it... it I mean, Like, it seems Wyoming? like he's going to let Fulmer do his job. Yeah, and I mean I could be wrong. This you know, and but I just can't imagine in a year where money. I'm not again. I'm not. Yes, if they wanted to find the money, they could find the money. But if we're going to pretend that Tennessee didn't lose forty million dollars, let's not be stupid. They lost a lot of money this year. So in a, like you have all these excuses. I think they're going to use them to their advantage and say like, oh, we're we're going to give them another year. But my my thing is with that. Is if if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna be like, okay, we had a terrible year this year, you have to look forward to next year and be like, am I a hundred percent sure this thing gets better next year? Because if it doesn't, then you waste a year, right? I mean, I think what I think Pruitt has a Pruitt Fulmer has a belief that it's gonna get better if he's, and I'm not saying he's right because I don't think he's right, but I think he's got to have that belief. Like, he trusts the direction. I believe he trusts the direction of it. I don't know how or why, but I believe that's what he thinks. So, I mean, looking at it right now, he, he's thinking that with better quarterback play and some staff changes that this thing is going to get better. When Right now, you're going to have two quarterbacks on the roster that have yet to have a spring practice. It. So, I mean, like, you have two guys who haven't had an offseason yet. This will be their first offseason with the football program. Are there going to be staff changes? I mean, there's got to be two. Yeah. And probably Winky. But, I mean, I just don't – if they haven't been fired now, are they going to get fired? Like, my belief about Prude is the same with Winky. It's the same with Pig a Coach. I mean – I don't know. Some of them will probably like some openings will probably come about after bowl season's over. Yeah, those guys may leave on their own, but I don't think they get fired. Maybe not. But I, I just mean, feel like it would have the trigger would have already been pulled. But I mean, how do you keep Winky around? <laughs> I don't disagree with that. How, how is that like? You know, we had bad quarterback play, and not get rid of your. If you're still going to be here, you have to make that change, right? Like that—that's number one. If if you're blaming it on quarterback play or COVID, which COVID is not a, a reasonable no I mean, excuse. Every, no. If you're going to use quarterback play, you got to get rid of the guy who coaches the quarterbacks. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, Pruitt hasn't Pruitt hasn't blamed it on quarterback play though. That's never been a thing he said. No, but it's. I mean, I'm not. Again, I think he's but wrong. It's, it's and, evident, <laughs> and I think he's probably that's probably some coach speak. I mean, he has to believe quarterback play has been not great, right? And it's played into a, one of the one of the key reasons Tennessee's gone three and seven. It's not the only one, of course, but it's one of the biggest reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if he's ever going to say it publicly, but I I think Winky should be gone. Um, I think he's had his chance, uh, and. and if I'm Jim Chaney, what we know about Jim Chaney right now, you'd probably cut him loose for the price tag he has. But if I'm also Jim Chaney, I'm probably looking for looking elsewhere. Because it, I don't know, it's just not looked like a Jim Chaney called offense. No, and, and and that's that's another point. Like if you don't have a coach that can get out of the way of an OC, then what what good is your head? If if you're a head coach and you're micromanaging. No one's going to want to come here. So, yeah, you can be like, oh, if we make these staff changes, things will get better. What staff is going to want to come here yeah. under a guy that they know is micromanaging and right. a year where it's a make-or-break year? They could be gone. After, this whole staff could be gone after next year. Yeah, you're not going to sign a good staff. Like you're not, And that may be a reason you don't get rid of guys. You're not like I mean, that's a good point. You're not going to sign guys because they know. Everyone can see that this is one of the, at least in the fan standpoint, from the fan standpoint, it is a very, very, very hot seat. And that's another – I mean, it's going to be bad if apathy sets in. Bill Peake said Tennessee fans are going to have to boycott the games to, to get Pruitt gone. Yeah, I mean, that may, may be something that has to happen. And, and I don't like that. That sucks. But apathy is the worst thing that can happen to the Tennessee football program right yep. now. If fans stop coming to the games – I mean, is that the next? I don't know. What a Michigan. What does Michigan look like on game day? This just feels like. I mean, we're probably farther along than Michigan in the plummeting downward. I don't know. Are we farther along? Are we just as far along? Are we? Is Michigan farther along? Playing two different conferences. Yeah. But your best, your your biggest rival. At least I think most I think all Tennessee fans can agree the one rival they would want to knock off is Alabama. Yeah, and Michigan the one rival they want to knock off is Ohio State. You can lose I, to everybody else and beat them and you'd be happy. And they're two of the best teams in the country. I think at least of like recent years, Michigan's been closer to Ohio State than we've been to Alabama, right? Have they? <laughs> I mean, I don't they, know. They, they haven't they haven't won, but at least they've <laughs> right. been ranked and, and been like. At least they think they have a chance come game time. Maybe. Whereas yeah. Alabama is just like, God, I can't wait to get the next week, whoever we play. Right. I, I'm curious who I'm curious who Tennessee in the national. I'd say in the national, in national eyes, uh, national media eyes, I'd say Tennessee is farther down than Michigan. Yeah, I'd say. Yeah, because here. You know, you don't hear much about Michigan. Yeah, I, I don't know though. It's you can't let apathy set in. Once apathy sets in, people are gonna stop coming to games. People are gonna stop caring, especially if basketball stays good. Yeah, I mean, if we're gonna look at the realistic part of the climate that Knoxville, Tennessee is, most people can only afford to support one program in terms of like going to games and spending their time and money 
doing one thing. If they decide that they're going to move their money there. Yeah, if it's between like, <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I, get, I can either get season tickets to basketball or football. I mean, there's no competition. There's no competition. And I think, I mean, and yes, there are going to still be people who do both. There's going to still be people who support football alone. But it's going to be, I mean, it's already hard to fill up 100,000 every week now. When we were growing up, that, that wasn't difficult at all. Yeah, and, and right now I'd pick the baseball program <laughs> way over the football program yes. right now. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, just with Jeremy Pruitt, he's proven to me this season that he's just not the guy. No, no matter how much I wanted him to be the guy. Because I, I think, was he the right hire at the time? Probably. Because I, I think Tennessee desperately needed a, a football mind. And I think he is a, a, a good football mind. But it's it, you're just losing and, and losing by double digits, and you just can't do that. Yes, at is. Tennessee, and, and expect to to be here for. And he's just been a different. I think we mentioned this last time. He's just been a different kind of person. Losing's it's, hard, it seems. man. Yeah, losing's hard on people. I mean, obviously, he doesn't want to lose. Nobody wants to lose. Because I mean, in, in year one, you're losing those games, but you could sell like. Oh, we're building something here. You know, yeah. you you could see the flashes, and this year you could see some of the flashes with the younger guys. But I mean, there's just not a ton of consistent talent. No, that, I mean that, that that was out that was displayed out there. There's nothing consistent about this Tennessee team, right? Um, there's hardly any flashes this year. It was a. It was a disaster year. It was a disaster year. And I think I think it's time to move on from Pruitt. I mean, he, I think Pruitt potentially could be successful as a head coach somewhere else in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, first go around, he gets to learn a lot. Um, Tennessee is not the easiest place to win. But I just don't think he's going to be successful here. Could he be successful somewhere else in the future? Sure. I don't think that place would be Tennessee. I think the roster's in a better position than it was in 2017. But if you keep Pruitt here, that could leave that the only positive from his error may be gone. Cut him loose now. Go find a, a head coach. Roll that you trust, that you believe you can run with. Go with it. If that And if that doesn't work, mm-hmm. what's to keep you from firing them? Yeah. And, and the guys that he's brought in, like the... I can't see huge improvement from guys he's brought in. Like Bryce Thompson and Alante Taylor were, were freshman All-Americans. Have they gotten a lot better? Now, Bryce Thompson had a decent year this year. Henry Toto had a decent year this year. But I, I really don't think you can be like, oh, yeah, he's developed those guys into great players. And I think part it's, of that is he's built this staff with recruiters. Yeah, there's not a ton of development happening now. I mean, It seemed like that first year there was. You had a lot of underrated guys that came in and performed well, but – since then, no. I mean, with Will Friend, I mean, he had one of the best offensive lines on paper that Tennessee's probably ever assembled. Right. And to get $800,000, and he's not a recruiter because the two guys he's recruited since Pruitt's been here is Wanya Morris and Darnell Wright. Wanya Morris, he wasn't even – he was the primary for Wanya Morris. Um, but he's a extra tight end wearing number 23 right, right. now. And Darnell Wright is—he was a secondary recruiter for him. It was Niedermeyer who got him. 
So, I mean, it's it's just losing. It's the staff issues. It, it, it you know with OC or um, you know the guys not taking pay cuts. It, it's just been a, a long list yeah. of, of issues. And then this investigation too. If what I've heard is true, sounds like you've heard something similar is true. Then it just sounds like people are undermining to try to end it. Well, part of me is like, I guess they're waiting to see what comes out of it. But they should know. Former's been around the NCAA for how many years? You have the NCAA compliance that yeah. can tell you what's going to happen. I mean, they the University of Tennessee by now should know or have a good idea of what the punishment could be, whether it's self-imposed or imposed by the NCAA. They should have a good idea of what that will look like in 2021. Yeah. So, and but who who's involved? Like, if if it's multiple guys, you're having to get rid of multiple guys. Then what's if you're having to replace eight assistants, you might as well just start over. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, it do, hopefully we don't get caught cheating involving eight assistants. All right, you, you have two, and then you know I would think Winky would be gone, and if Niedermeyer is the one in this whole thing, that that's the name that I've heard. Right. With this investigation, I mean that's four. Who else? Who else is gone? I don't know. I guess T's not going to South Alabama. That's good. Because, I mean, he was one of those guys who uh, wanted to be here. Yeah. Well, I think it's more than just wanting to be here with the pay cut. I think it's just being a good person. Yeah. A good person isn't the right thing to say. I apologize. It is a compassionate person. I just, again, we talked about it when the pay cuts weren't taken. How can you walk into your office every day and see an empty chair or know that there's people in buildings other than you that got laid off and know that you're making $1.2 million or $650,000 or whatever your pay was. Just, it was just a bad look. Bad, bad look that you knew was going to be public at some point. Mm-hmm. So it was also stupid. And then like... It wasn't. He said it wasn't finalized, but we never heard anything where it was different. So no one was like, "Okay, it's public." You know, I, I feel pressure that I need to do this, but not right. not even one of them did that. Apparently, they did decide not to take the bowl, the other uh, what's it called bonuses. I don't know. Whatever that doesn't make me feel any better. You didn't take the pay cut when you were offered it. Um, it was. It's stupid. It's incredibly stupid. And, not, and I said it felt like the beginning of the end. We'll see if it does. If it is that, I don't know. Someone said it looks. Someone said they heard Henry Toto may be transferring. Have not heard that. That has not been something I've heard. Yeah, I haven't heard that either. So, I, I'm not willing to. Say, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put anything outside the realm of possibility right now for the University of Tennessee. But I have not heard that. I so. mean, he, he's already a consistent leader. It yeah. seems like for this defense, that'd be tough to kind of leave and go elsewhere. I think that would be a weird transfer. Yeah, you're, you're kind of already established and, and you have your role. I mean, you're maybe you're our best defensive player. I mean, maybe if Niedermeyer leaves, yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, maybe. Again, I wouldn't put anything. I, I'm just saying I've heard it. Wouldn't put anything past the University of Tennessee. Can Robert Woods go score touchdowns? So I can win some freaking money today. But there is God. like there there is a lot of young talent on this team where. You know, if you did make a change, 
I feel like it, it's not uh, it's not in as bad as a place as it was in 2017. No, it's it's definitely it's definitely better. It's definitely better. But I, I think we, he struggled in recruiting a little bit too. You know, he, he, we miss out on Trevor Lawrence, and this wasn't Jeremy Pruitt, but you miss out on Trevor Lawrence, Taj Boyd. I do not want us to miss out on Ty Simpson because of our right. lack of creativity on offense because we have a head coach that's micromanaging ROC. And that looks like it could be happening. And, and it's a kid who wants to be here, like Trevor Lawrence wanted to come here. We're 16 because of Peyton Manning. Ty Simpson's been here like eight times. Not really. He's been here like four. But still. His dad works for the University of Tennessee system. He wears orange. I mean, yeah. I'm not saying Tennessee's his number one choice right now, but... I, if, the, if Tennessee was a was a contender in the college football playoff, he'd already be here. Right. Not not really, Which, but he'd, he'd already be committed probably. A lot of people say they believe Chris Winkie has a lot, you know, has been... A, since he's been recruiting him, that that's why he'll stay around until you get Ty Simpson. But Chris Winkie shouldn't be the reason. Go win effing football games. Exactly. It's not Chris Winkie. Yeah, he might help the relationship, but I don't, I don't think it's freaking Chris Winkie. If you win football games, it doesn't matter. be like, yeah, I want to play for that coach and look at the product that's on the field right now. There's no way. It doesn't matter who the lead recruiter is if you go win football games. Look at Alabama this week. Signed the number five or the number one running back in the country out of the blue. Yeah, I don't know if Nick Saban knew. I think, oh, we got him. Cool. Nice. <laughs> like that's another one. You know why? Because they win. Yeah. Because they have running backs that put up freak yardage. It's not rocket science. And I, I think Pruitt, you know, he gets in because he. I think he's a good relationship guy. He's got good relationship guys on staff. And they're able to get in on these five stars, but they're not able to to get them. So that part of me is just like, are you telling guys no because you're you're saving a spot for this guy who's going to go to Clemson, Alabama, right. Georgia, or somewhere like that? And then the in-state. You, had, you signed six out of the top ten in-state recruits last year. This year you signed one. In the, one of the top ten in the state of Tennessee. Yep. Chris just mentioned Tennessee needs to be focused on in-state recruiting. I mean, I think that's one thing that helped Butch Jones early on in his tenure. And I, I know it. this class is not as strong as 2020 or 2022. I get that. But a guy that's going to, to – Cl- guys that are going to Clemson, yep. you got Hudson Wolf, who you desperately needed a tight end, and then you didn't even throw to the tight ends until he was already decommitted. Right. And then went to Ole Miss. Yep. I mean – Missing out on guys in state, you know, and you're you sound a, a number fifteen class. You don't think some of those kids couldn't help you, right? A little bit in recruiting, absolutely they could. Yep. Move on, Brett. Move on. It's time to move on. Caden Salter, man, what a night Friday night. Putting up numbers. Twenty carries. Twenty carries. Two hundred twenty-eight yards. Three touchdowns. 10 for 16 passing, 159 yards, and added another touchdown. The kid's good. Very good. And I I think, you know, this is no offense to any quarterback that's on Tennessee's roster, but I think he's a different quarterback than what we currently have on the roster. I I feel like when you have an average offensive line and we have some decent weapons around him, I think it's – in college football now, you probably need a guy who can get out of the pocket and yeah. run a little bit. Oh, definitely. I mean, it, it helps. 
Um, it allows you to be more creative if it helps Tennessee be more creative. Um, that's to be determined. I yeah, don't Butch know. Jones stay another couple years. Yeah, he got bailed out by a really good dual threat quarterback. Um, uh, Caden Salter's good. I don't know if it's gonna be interesting to see um, how Pruitt handles the QBs. I think I don't know what it was that made him so married to Jared Garantano. I Love don't him. know, but I just think personally, I think he's gonna handle the QB situation probably a lot better. Now that he's gone. Do you think he played JT and Harrison? Like, do you think he just didn't roll with one of them because he was scared enough, like the other was going to transfer if he picked one? I don't know, but he should have done it anyways because he was transfer already made his <laughs> exactly. decision. Yeah. I don't know why he – I think he made the decisions he made at the end of the year because I think it was a – for some reason he finally got like a, all right, we need to – I don't know. I don't know. He makes some decisions I'll never understand. Like pulling Harrison Bailey 7 for 7 after an absolutely bullcrap fumble call. Yeah. I don't get it. I'll never understand some of the decisions he makes. And no like no one, even if you are a Pruitt lover, you love that bald head. <laughs> Got a bald You can't head. tell me that's a good decision. That's, that's stupid. No. And, and I, like I've been around athletics enough. You can't go, well, he already had that decision made. He was 7-for-7 seven seven and should have scored a touchdown if not for the referees making a bad call. And it, it looks like, from from that decision, it looks like you're incapable of making good decisions. Right. Which is not a good no quality for a guy that's running your program. And, and then also, as the old saying goes, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. So... If you were going to come into that game and rotate him every series, every other series, whatever your plan was, well, then you just told me that you have no quarterbacks. So yep. now you're failing to develop and make decisions. It's not high school football. You want to get some questions going? Yeah, let's let's answer some questions. Because, oh, man. It's, it's rough. It's over, but it's never really no, over. No, it's never me. over. <laughs> and people got me in my own head this week. I don't appreciate it. I was like, "Oh, that's a." Now that I'm seeing that, he could he could be getting fired. He could that could be that could be real. Got your hopes up, but I don't. I don't. I don't think it's real. Yeah. Um. So Donnie R says, "Heard Wednesday was the last day of the Pruitt era," and thought of thought of that discussion on the show. Um. I've heard that. I will be Vol for Alive nineteen ninety eight kind of same question. Do you think he gets fired? I do not think he gets fired. No. Yeah, because I I think with especially with Tennessee, I think history repeats itself, <laughs> and I don't know if the Tennessee administration can make a good decision when it's time. No, I mean it's already too late. Like they've already made the decision too late, so it's it's past making a good decision. We can make it worse. Yeah, I mean, I see, and and that's that's what I, I'm afraid of. I'm afraid, like three and seven's bad, and the roster is is okay. It, it's something that you can kind of work with, but it could get worse, and that's what I'm afraid of. If you give him another year, does it get worse? Because if you're thinking, you know, that could happen, you know, it's time. Right. Go ahead and cut ties. Can it get worse than three and seven? I don't know. Can it get worse than a 21-point loss to Kentucky? 
whatever it was. I can't even remember. I'm, I'm never going to. I'm not even going to go look at the score. I don't care. Yeah, a 16-19 record is, is not great. No. Nope. Oh, it's been disastrous. I, if it happens on December 30th, then more bad news. Or good, more bad news with the good news. That probably means Tennessee is getting some kind of NCAA sanction. That's what people need to understand about if Pruitt gets fired with cause, Tennessee doesn't get off of this scot-free. Yeah. Like, they punish the school, too. They don't just punt it. You lose scholarships, your bowl ban. And, yeah, I'm not saying that's a huge deal, but it may, it's going to make it a little bit harder on the next coach. Yeah, I, I think we'll we'll at least hear something in, like, probably the first week of January. As far as the investigation goes? Yeah, because I, I, right. I think, you know, bowl season will be over. You'll have people kind of settle down. You know, holidays will be over with, and then you'll kind of see. I, again, I just don't. I don't think there's a move. I don't think it's the right move, but it just doesn't look like they're. No, I don't think they're firing. Because if Fulmer would have been like, "Yeah, we, we need to change," or you know, we we need to discuss what what's going to happen for next year, then you know. He, he kind of puts it out there like, hey, we're, we're looking at something. But he went out there and backed Pruitt from the get-go. So. Yeah, and it wasn't like a super – I mean, it wasn't like this is what we're doing. But, I mean, he says the you know this should be a good kickoff to 2021. It just sounds like he's riding with the guy. Yeah. Sounds like he's riding with him. I would be, I would be shocked if there's a change. I'd be shocked. Live by the three, die by the three. we have any other questions regarding that or any other ones you want to um, answer? Yeah, we, so – before we get into a better topic in basketball, we have another question from our boy Christopher Nichols. He says, at this point, I've come to the conclusion that Pruitt will not be let go unless something crazy happens, but someone has to get the hook. Friend is out. Who else would be up for getting let go? If it were up to me, Chris Winkie would be gone. I don't know what happens with Brian Niedermeyer, but you know that's probably a possibility as well. I would say Brian Niedemeyer, I mean, he's just the, – the linebacker position did not look good outside of one guy this year. No. Tight end position didn't look good when he was there before. He's a good recruiter, but make him if, – if you want to keep him around for recruiting, make him – put him in charge of recruiting. Yeah. But it's time to move on from him as coach. So I think it's time for him to be let go, personally. And I, I think Jeremy Pruitt was going to, like, help him be a – assistant coach like help him on the defensive side of the ball but then he fires Jimmy Brumball and he's having to coach the D-line right so he's not able to kind of monitor what Brian Niedemeyer does with the linebackers Mm -hmm. should Shelton Felton be in that talk as a linebacker replacement guy I don't know I don't know you have a lot of guys that were kind of recruiters again not Mm -hmm. really developers not really proven coaches and it didn't look good on the field. No. It doesn't look like you're developing anybody. Correct. Which is an issue. <laughs> which is, which was a Butch Jones Butch Jones issue as well. A lot of people didn't like Joel Osevet. I thought tight end position looked uh for what you had looked decent this year. And then at the end of the year when you actually started using them, it's pretty amazing what happened. Yeah, you actually scored. <laughs> yeah. It was nice. Exactly. 
Um, that's all the questions I got. So you want to get into something a little bit? Oh, let's get the Cure Bowl. Cure Bowl. The Tennessee Volunteer <laughs> Try Head out. Coaching Trial Bowl. So did the winning coach win it for you or, or what? Like what were you convinced of there? Are you Jamie Chadwell or are you Hugh Freeze? I've said this from the get-go. I don't know who you hire. I'm not really in love with anybody. I'm not a huge Hugh Freeze guy. Not a huge Jamie Chadwell guy. But I think a change has to be made, so I don't really care who you hire right now. Yeah, I mean, I think I think both of the I would be satisfied with probably both of those guys. I'd be satisfied with both. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge Hugh Freeze fan um, for several reasons. Uh, but I do think uh, Jamie Chadwell has done more with less. I I need to go back and look at Liberty's schedule and things they faced. I don't know. I mean, Jamie Chadwell though, yes, has done a lot. Um, he's had a very impressive, but, but he has only had one year where Hugh Freeze has. He's he's won SEC games before. That is also true. Jamie he's, Chadwell though, Coastal had a good year last year. Oh, were they good last year too? Not as good this year, but yeah, as good as this year. Okay. But yes, I mean they had a pretty good year last year. I'm, I'll pull up their record right now. Um, they beat can I mean, it's still a Power Five team. They beat Kansas two years in a row. Yeah. So, go shots. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, it was fun to watch. They beat BYU. They beat BYU. Liberty beat Virginia Tech. Who else did they? I think they lost NC State. Did they beat – hold on. Is it Syracuse? Did they beat Syracuse? Yes, they, they beat did. Syracuse. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah, lost NC State by one. Beat Virginia Tech in another mayhem game. <laughs> yep, that was stupid. But did that did that game not feel like a um, like you you mentioned it last year? I thought it was a great point of, of a Group Five like championship. Did that not feel like the championship game? I know Cincinnati I, would probably be in there as well, but that, it just like felt like that'd be a really good game to have as like your Group Five. Now. Group Five needs to have their own playoff. I agree. So it'd be probably Cincinnati. I guess BYU. They're independent, aren't they? So is Liberty. Oh, they are. That's right. Yeah. So would it be so Cincinnati, Liberty, Coastal, and then Louisiana or BYU? I guess I don't know. Yeah. Boys, no San Jose State. Who did B did BYU lose? I don't know. Coastal would just went five and seven last year. Okay. They, they didn't have a great year last year. I thought they did. But he's Tennessee guy. The Maverick. Tennessee guy. I don't know. I, th- I thought that was just a really good game overall. Um, it was a lot of fun to watch. The ending, man. Liberty, good lord. Why do you not just kneel it? Everyone, I mean, it wasn't a good decision. If you're going to run the ball or throw the ball, you're trying to score. Go score. Yeah. If you're trying to waste time, you kneel it. My thing is, dude, it's... Especially Tennessee, <laughs> like when you have the chance to get points, you go take points. My thing, my thing is, is if we're not good enough to try to play keep away from the other offense, no, go get go score because you never know what's going to happen as a Tennessee fan. <laughs> no, but uh, you just if you're going to waste time, if your goal is to wind the clock to one second, two seconds, you kneel it. Oh yeah, 100%. you don't have to rely on ten guys. You have to rely on two. The guy snapping it and the guy taking the snap. 
kneel it. Kneel the ball. If you're going to do that, kneel the ball. That was incredibly dumb. It felt very uh, orange to me. Felt like I was watching the own team, my team that I cheer for. But what a great play by Coastal. Just like, hey, drag him in the end zone. They, yeah, they weren't even trying to strip it. <laughs> and the guy just, I think his own tight end like jumps on his back trying to like pull him. Yeah, that's my point. I don't, like, know. They, I don't know what he's doing. I think he was trying to get him in the end zone. It's like, because it's hard to get 11 guys on the same page to do something that you probably never practiced. Yeah. You've never handed the ball off to your running back and you're like, go get a yard. And that's it. Did you see the Baker Mayfield fumble today? I did not. He had a butt fumble. That's what I thought. To lose the game. It was awesome. To the Jets. It was terrible because I lost money on it, but it was (laughs) awesome because it was funny. To the Jets, man. Good Lord. That's like losing Kentucky. Yeah. The Browns, though, didn't have any wide receivers today, did they? No. Which kind of sucks, I bet, before that happened. So, (laughs) kind of disappointing. Is losing to the Jets like losing to Kentucky? Or is it like losing to Vandy? It's close. Maybe like maybe this South Carolina team currently. <laughs> it's like losing the Jets? Yeah. Did you see they made the graphic for Jacksonville? ESPN did. And it looked like a real graphic. Like, woohoo. Like, won the first pick. So, guys, it's not anything to cheer about. Dude, Sam Darnold, I like... I appreciate the effort. And he's like, you're not getting a guy that's going to replace me. You're not getting Trevor Lawrence, if I can help it. You're not replacing me. He's going to get replaced by a backup next year. Yeah, probably. Career backup come in. Probably. Ron Fitzpatrick. He's like, yeah, let's go knock off the Browns. And dude, the Browns, that was their first, it would have been their first playoff berth since 2002. How do you not go win that game? I don't care who is out. So are they officially eliminated? No, that, okay. I think next week they have to win. Mm. But still, you have a team but that's not Steelers, playing really for anything. How right. do you not go win that game? No, you definitely you should have been able to go win that game. How do you fumble? So they could end up missing the playoffs at what? I think they're 9-5. and five. Okay. Something like that. Gotcha. That'd be hilarious. Like one of the better seasons in re- in recent history. Yeah. And then they don't make the playoffs. That would just be perfect. Oh. Uh, six and oh. Six and oh. Let's do it. Vol basketball gets another win. No problem. Coasted. Okay, maybe not coasted from the first yeah, ten it, minutes. It was, was kind of it didn't help. It, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> right. It, it didn't help that USC upstate. Was on fire from the get go. Oh yeah, they shot fifty percent from three. Which, who has ever shot fifty percent from three and still lost by twenty points? Eh, good point. Um, but a team that probably played Tennessee in twenty eighteen. Pick one. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> seems like uh, seems like we haven't gotten rid of the teams are going to shoot lights out against us, which is good, which is wonderful. <laughs> Can't wait. Can't wait to be crushed by. Some other stupid team with oh Auburn Auburn, you just know they're gonna find it. Yeah. Kentucky's gonna find it. They're one and six right now, which is wild. I think USC Upstate's leading scorer was shooting like twenty three percent before the game before Tennessee the Tennessee game. Oh great! Right, well he found it. <laughs> Whatever he was looking for, he found it. Um, with this basketball team, like we said, it wasn't pretty on Wednesday. 
but you won by 20. So it's hard to just nitpick. Yeah. You're still undefeated. Um, Victor Bailey Jr. just continues to score. I think over the last three games, he's averaging 17 points, which is like, yeah, we expected it. Like, we've heard he'd be the best kept secret in college basketball, but I don't think anybody expected him to score 17 a game. Yeah, you didn't know he was going to be like one of your biggest upsides when you talk about, you know, Viscovi coming in back, um, five, a five star returning, and Josiah Jordan James, and then two more five stars coming onto campus, both could be one-and-dones, should be one-and-dones. Yeah. You, you didn't expect Victor Bailey Jr. to be one of the better ones of that group. Yeah. At least one of the better scorers. And, and then the offense, it just seems – it runs so smooth when when Viscovi's on the court. Yeah. Oh, he's the – I mean, he's he just, the guy. He makes everybody better, even though his – I mean, he had eight assists and, and nine points. He's not going to probably wow you with his – points like he's not like a score first guard but he just makes everybody he puts everybody in the right place at the right time um and and he's a great facilitator oh yeah viscovi i mean he did a lot for the team last year he's gonna do a ton for this team this year uh he's a great player he's all of his attempts were from three (laughs) i love it shooter doesn't even have to penetrate now shooter shoot when he penetrates he is looking to pass every single time he is rarely going to the hole and he's he's your primary ball handler. We, we thought there might be multiple, yeah, this year, and there there probably is at times. But when he's on the court, he's your he's your point guard. Yeah, I think the only time there'll be another primary ball handler will be when he's resting. Yep, that'll be it. Um, and you've got plenty though that can bring the ball up the court more. Like last year, when Viscovi was out of the game, you didn't have anybody that could bring the ball up the court at all. Yeah, this year maybe you know they maybe can't run the offense as well as Viscovi, but they can bring the ball to the court fine um, and get the ball moving in, in a half court set. One thing that um, Rick Barnes kind of mentioned that he needed more out of his seniors, which Fulkerson and Pons, they only took nine shots on Wednesday, and you know it is USC Upstate, so it's just like you know it's it, Rick Barnes. That's who he is. He, he's going to nitpick at every little thing. But, I mean, right. I, I do think those two guys need to contribute more offensively. And they probably will come SEC play when you really need them to. But nine shots, that, that just seems low for me. Yeah, especially Fulgerson, who's who's touching the ball on almost every possession. Um, he's probably he did have, have, have ten more. points, but right. six also, came at the yeah, free throw, throw line. Yeah, um, yeah he, he's going to probably need to do more. But I guess that is that uh, maybe overcorrection of – Shooting too early, um, I don't know. But he's definitely going to need to do more. Those experienced guys are going to need to do more in SEC play. Yeah, yep. they will. Have you uh, decided who our best player is? Keon. Keon. You I'm Team Keon. No, I'm I mean, riding. just like... <laughs> I'm riding with Team Keon. No, you're not going to trick me into saying something else. No, team I'm, not, Keon. I'm not trying to say <laughs> Springer or Keon Johnson. I'm like, as a whole. Yeah, yeah. I know. You're going Keon Johnson. Is our best player. I'm not going to be tricked into... <laughs> I'm not trying to trick you. I'm not going to be tricked into saying anything but Team Keon. Oh I mean, I like them all. I, I like them all. Viscovi, uh, Victor Bailey Jr., um, John Fulgerson, uh, Eves Pons. Are you just reading the roster? I am. <laughs> I am. I hate you. But, yeah, I, I'm Team Keon. I mean, Jaden Springer had a great night the other night. Um, but Team Keon. <laughs> Sorry. 
I hate to break hearts here, but print the shirts. Print the shirts, Team Jaden. I'm gonna get a shirts made. That's what I'm gonna do. Is but honestly, decide Jordan James might be your best player. I mean, he's probably your most. He's definitely your most statistical player. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, because, like, even well-rounded is kind of hard to, like... Because, I mean, he's not a fantastic shooter. He's not a fantastic ball handler. But he just gives you a lot. Um, I mean, I just feel like... Is there one player on this team that his best quality is way better than everyone else's best quality? I don't know. Yeah. Like I feel like every I feel like again where I talked about the talent mixing with the um, veteran leadership, mix, like I feel like this team's just a really really good mix. I feel like no one's necessarily overpowered. Like I think it's gonna be hard for teams to really key on nice. <laughs> what Tennessee like what Tennessee relies on and what Tennessee mm-hmm. needs to be successful because there's a lot of things, a lot of little things that make Tennessee very successful right now. It's gonna be now. You're gonna be able to point out flaws a lot easier when they play better opponents. I'm not saying Tennessee doesn't have flaws. I just think there's not one guy that they're trying to get the ball to every possession that they're uh, running their offense through. Uh, there's not one guy that really holds it down for them defensively right now. I think Tennessee is just very well rounded. We're a good basketball team. A very we're, good we're basketball a, team. We're a good team, and I like you what you said where you can't really key on. Um, <laughs> One person, and I think that's true. I, I think everybody is a threat. Right. Um, and it's not just your five guys. It's you have eight guys. Yeah. And even Kumal had good minutes. He was four for four, nine points, had an assist, a rebound. He had – I mean, it was USC Upstate. But I think that's – I think he's a guy who needs those type of games mm-hmm. to have some confidence where when it is a better opponent, he's ready to go. Right. I think you'll find out a lot about this team on Wednesday night, and and what um, what some of the you're going to see more of those weaknesses and what some of the flaws are, and and where they can improve. Um, now I think Missouri is a pretty good matchup for Tennessee, so I don't I don't think it's going to just completely expose Tennessee in any way. Take the under, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, maybe take Tennessee's over though. I, I don't because there's so there's so many things that make Tennessee a very very talented basketball team. It's not one thing. I think it's going to be hard to just completely slow them down. Sure there's going to be guys on certain nights that don't have as many uh don't have as many points because teams are focused on taking that away, but I, I, I think if teams are able to take away John Fulgerson, John Fulgerson only had 10 points and Tennessee scored 80. Yeah. If, if teams want to if teams want to take away Viscovi, I mean, he's he's not going to score anyways a lot. So it's just I don't know. I, I don't think it's going to be easy for teams to do a lot. And, and Pons, your best defensive player last year, is not far and away your best defensive player this year so far. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely your best rim protector. But, yeah, as far as defense, it's it's entire team effort. Yeah. So, I, I just I think it's going to be really, really hard to break down this team on either side of the court. Not impossible. Not that Tennessee won't get beat. Um, but they won't. Um, it's, it's just going to – the balance is going to make Tennessee a really, really effective, especially if guys just keep improving too. Mm-hmm. I would love for there to be a guy like Victor Bailey Jr., who I think is a really, really pure shooter and a guy that's always ready to shoot. If he gets hot, it's going to be incredibly dangerous. And I think you'll be throwing the ball a lot to him. Yep. I just love that this team is super unselfish. Um, 
How many assists they have the other night? They had a ton. 21 assists. Yep. Super unselfish. And, you know, I think that goes back to recruiting. Um, you just have guys, as you look at Kentucky right now, you know, their recruiting class was better better than ours. Right. But when you have a system and you get guys that fit in your system perfectly, th- this is what you get. And I think that might be an issue with the football program, too. Not really recruiting, but guys in your system where it's staff, you know, players, etc. Well, Tennessee basketball recruits way more than just talent. They they recruit culture. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, guys are going to have to learn about the culture when they get here, but they're also recruiting guys who um, they're not going, yeah, you know, we'll get them in our culture. We'll, we'll get them used to it. It's guys that will fit it. Like the yep. moment they step on campus, they want those guys. Yep. So that's really paid off for Rick Barnes. He does. He's not going to have to get um, three players that are in charge of culture. Um, it's a that's another thing too. Culture will never be. I don't remember exactly what Calipari said. He put three guys in charge of attitude. Is that what it was? I don't know. And then he said he was going to slap himself in the face. <laughs> Kinky. Um, <laughs> you know, I was just like, but that, I mean, that's a that's a thing about culture. Is it should never be one person or three players or captains in charge of culture. If the whole team isn't bought in and the whole team isn't responsible for the culture, then you don't have good culture. It's yep. that simple. Yep. Um, culture is hard to define, but you know, when you see it, um, it's hard to accomplish. Uh, it takes time and effort and a lot of effort. And it's not just effort from the coach or the head coach. It's effort from the assistant coaches and the effort from the players. Uh, and it is culture is the one thing about sports that literally takes every single player from the star player to the guy who never sees the quarter of the field um, if it is not a top to bottom, we're on the same page. We're doing the same thing. It'll never be accomplished well. And th- and teams win. Teams can win championships without the best culture, but they can't win championships consistently without the best culture. Mm-hmm. So or win games consistently without the best culture. Yeah, and, and you can see that if you're not bought in to the culture, you're not going to be around. Right. I mean, look at DJ Burns, Derek Walker. They had their issues right um and now they're at other places now yeah and there's gonna be really really talented guys who uh don't fit into the culture for whatever reason alabama is a great example of that there's a lot of guys who leave alabama that it has nothing to do with the way they play football they could have made a mistake off the field that it had nothing to do with the locker room um but if there's a certain culture and expectation at alabama and like nick saber or not he has people either bought in or gone so and he's winning, so he doesn't care, and he'll win consistently yep. because he is committed to culture. It's amazing. Um, one thing I would like to see is cut down on turnovers a little bit. At twelve the other night, I think Keon had four. Um, just got to take care of the basketball. Yeah, I mean he won by twenty. I'm nitpicking, but still, um, uh, uh, Missouri's going to have a good defense. Conzo always has a good defense. Um, so you definitely want to cut down on those turnovers, I think, when SEC play gets here. Yeah, I would I would agree. Um, God, please beat Conzo. Please beat Missouri. Just take care of business. We'll be talking about it, though. We'll, be, we'll have a live show for you Wednesday, so don't yep. worry about it. We'll recap that whole game. All right. Let's do it. Let's talk bowl season. Bowl season. We, Buffalo, baby. We want to lock. I didn't think we did when you texted me. I thought we lost. Buffalo with a late cover. Yeah. Very late cover. But it was never in doubt. No. Locks are never in doubt. Don't ever start sweating the locks. Mm -hmm. They're never in doubt. True. 
We've got two more coming up this week. Florida and... Who's the other one? Crap. Is it Clemson? Alabama? No, I did not lock in Clemson. Oh, was it the over Oklahoma State Miami? I didn't say that. What's the, what's the over for that one? You have that one? I don't have... Oh, it's 58 and a half. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe stay away from that. God, the Rams suck. And they cost me money. I won money on this game. Ugh. I need the Seahawks to win. That was a good win. Robert Woods. Yeah, I would like to see that. Hey, there's still know, time. I don't know who the other lock was. I can't remember now. There's not time, Landon. Let him score. Let Hopefully the Rams let him score. And Oh, that was fourth down. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, Ram, the Rams got to let him score, get the ball back, and go score themselves. Uh, we'll talk about some other bowl games this week. Or, I guess we should recap it. I just realized we haven't recapped any bowls. Uh, we'll start with games on Wednesday. Georgia Southern over Louisiana Tech, 38-3. Memphis over Florida Atlantic, 25-10. Hawaii on Thursday, 28. Houston, 14. This is the game on Friday, Christmas Day. Buffalo, 17. Marshall, 10. Great, great lock. Locks always, locks always. Buffalo, live. that was my team this year. Yours was Coastal Carolina. Mm-hmm. Mine was Buffalo. Mm, that's weird. My team was number twelve. What, what what's your team ranked? Uh, we both had one loss. Thank you. <laughs> number twelve, and Co- we covered without our best player. That's fair. Uh, that's fair. Coastal didn't have their quarterback. What? I don't think they had their quarterback. McCall was there. Yeah. Was he? Okay. I thought right before the game. I didn't listen to the game. I watched it. I thought they said right before the game that. Yeah, that was Grayson McCall. Okay. Um, oh, no. I lost my spot. Oh. Who's uh, Coastal Carolina's best player? Is it Team Keon? You just stuck on that? Yep. <laughs> I don't know who Coastal The guy with the mullet. Pick That's one. every guy. Pick one. <laughs> I don't care. Pick one. Uh, oh. Tennessee fans, if... Whichever one of those two guys grew a mullet first, that's who should. Up. I think that's who should be the coach. Yeah, yeah and and they'd be off work because my Gundy. Every <laughs> year, it's like, oh, dude, he's got a mullet, Tennessee guy. That guy couldn't even spell Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did Did uh, Jared Goff break his thumb? I think he, he hit it on his helmet. And yeah. He was, Pulling on it. All right, sorry. We're back. Liberty, 37, number 12, Coastal Carolina, 34, 37, 34, whatever I said. Um, that was the Cure Bowl. Golly, my computer's freaking out. <sighs> Thank you all for bearing with me. I've had some cute computer trouble this week. I told I text Landon on Friday or Saturday and was like, ah, this thing might give out on me. This might be might be the last week with old. She's faithful. She served us well. How long have you had? Since the beginning. Have you had that since the beginning? Yeah. Man. Since the beginning. Uh, it's been a wild ride. Number 19, Louisiana, 31, UTSA, 24. Western Kentucky got blown out by Georgia State, 39-21. Those are all the games this week. Coming up, or last week, coming up this week, number 21, Oklahoma State, versus number 18, Miami, in the Cheez-It Bowl. Will they pour Cheez-Its on the... Head coach like Idaho, uh, like they do in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, they pour French fries. 
Sure. Yeah. I would love nothing more than a French fry bath as a No, coach. it's just potatoes. Like, you have to eat a potato no, like an apple. They actually pour French fries on them in the famous Idaho potato bowl. Really? Yeah, that's a real thing. Do you not see the picture well, of it? That's so dumb. I hate that because they should do actual potatoes because that'd be hilarious. <laughs> like one hard one comes right <laughs> down on the back of his head. <laughs> I think I deleted the picture. It's a great picture. It's a great picture watching them. Because that should be a tradition. Everybody takes a bite out of the potato like an apple, like Creed does. <laughs> Not in the office. COVID year. Not in the COVID year. Not the same one. A different potato. <laughs> they all have their own potato. That's that's their uh, bowl gift, is it just a potato? Just one potato? <laughs> yeah. So the over-under is 58 and a half. You think that hits? No. No? I'm and not. And at Big 12, I don't touch. <laughs> not touching. Number 20, Texas. First Colorado in the Valero Alamo Bowl. Not touching. Wednesday. Number 15, Iowa versus Missouri in the Trans-Perfect Music City Bowl. That's changed names. What did it used to be? Uh, what did it? It Was it... Mortgage? Something mortgage? Maybe. Hmm. I have a shirt. We'll go look after <laughs> You bought a shirt from that? I was going to buy... I'm going to buy whatever... <laughs> Bowl we're in. I'm just gonna buy a shirt. Buy the Army West West Virginia version of the Liberty Bowl shirt. <laughs> Do it. I'm, uh, I'm sure that they'll like have them at Ross here with Tennessee on it here in the next couple. You weeks. think they already printed them? Maybe. Or they'll be overseas. You'll, you'll <laughs> yeah, you'll see some some kids in Albania wearing them. <laughs> Wake Forest versus Wisconsin in the Duke's Mayo Bowl. That's gross. Florida and Oklahoma in the Goodyear Cotton Bowl. You love mayonnaise. You you do. <laughs> Number 24, Tulsa versus Mississippi State in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. Ball State. Number 22, San Jose State in the Offer Pad Arizona Bowl. West Virginia and Army in the Auto's Army in the Auto Zone Liberty Bowl. Arkansas and TCU in the um, Texas Bowl. Let's see. Mercari. Mercari. I didn't know how to pronounce that, so I skipped it. Uh, let's. Oh, contacts. Give me a fit. Uh, number nine, Georgia versus number eight, Cincinnati in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. This is on New Year's Day. Auburn versus 14, Northwestern in the uh, Verbo Citrus Bowl. Number four, Notre Dame versus number one, Alabama in the Rose Bowl. That is the college ball semifinal. And number three, Ohio State versus number two, Clemson in the All-State Sugar Bowl. That is also the college ball playoff semifinal. Is the Citrus Bowl a New Year's Six Bowl? think so yeah how did, how did indiana not get a new year's six bowl oh yeah did you not know they were like all up in arms about that that's so dumb yeah they're playing the outback bowl a joke <laughs> that's on saturday number 23 nc state kentucky in the uh, tax slayer gator bowl old miss and number 11 indiana in the outback bowl number 25 oregon versus number 10 iowa state in the playstation fiesta bowl and number five texas a&m and number 13 north carolina in the capital one orange bowl that is all of the games this week Give me Tom Allen. Give you Tom Allen? You like Tom Allen? He lost to Jeremy Pruitt. I wouldn't hate it. He lost to Jeremy Pruitt. At Indiana, though. He lost to Jeremy Pruitt. At Indiana. He, he lost to Eric Gray, not he, Jeremy Pruitt. He lost a game he had already won. He lost to Eric Gray. It's different. I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't I don't I don't dislike Tom Allen. I'm just I'm just saying. He's, he's, uh, he's not a guy I'm just in love with either, but if they hired him, I wouldn't be mad. Cause I, You're in love with Tom Allen? I just really like first. I just really like the guy. I don't know what it is. I just like him. You like the locker room celebrations. 
Yeah, just like, I don't know. I like a guy that's, he'll get in your face, but he also he's going to be the guy who pat you, the first guy that pat you on the back. Fair that's enough. Tom Fair Allen. Enough. Okay. And it just reminds me of Tim Allen. Like Tim the Toolman Taylor? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's interesting. That's interesting. Very interesting to say the least. Uh, all right, let's talk Alvin Kamara. Just not winning me fantasy games. Son of a bitch. Just a monster. <sighs> Dude, he's so good. He's so good. Is he up for MVP? Can we start that I campaign? think he was until Taysom Hill took over, and they barely gave him the ball. So now, but does that six-touchdown game get him back in the top? I don't know. Maybe that's – Or have they like, already dude, given you it You have to, to score six touchdowns to be in the MVP race. He's like, bet. Have they already given it to Josh Allen? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess he has to be up there. Kamara? I would think Derrick Henry. Like, if there was two running backs, it would be Derrick Henry and Alvin Kamara. That would be Yeah, I think those would be the only running backs that can be in the mix. Um, Quarterback-wise, I don't know who you go. Like, probably not Mahomes. I guess it would be Josh Allen. I mean, I think Josh Allen's the leader. The right favorite? Now. I think so. Good for him. Big hands. Looks good <laughs> in shorts. Big Josh Allen fan. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't know what Kamara's total yards are, but he's not up there in rushing yards. No, but all purpose, he would probably yeah. be up there. Probably. Yeah. He had 22 carries, 155 yards, six touchdowns. He also had a couple receiving yards. Not enough to win me any money. Same. But something else didn't hit in that game, too, right? Yeah, there were two. I can't remember what the other one was. What was that interception? Oh, it was Dalvin Cook didn't get – he needed, like, 10 yards. Um, Kamara also had three receptions for 17 yards. Stud. Is Jalen Hurts playing? Because that yeah. was a terrible interception. He is. They were up, I think, 17-3 at one point. <laughs> Dang. Poor Philadelphia. They're terrible. But I will say – Jalen Hurts is better than Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. That doesn't make Philadelphia better. No. <laughs> I feel bad for Derek Barnett. Because imagine getting drafted and you're like, you're going to Philadelphia. Oh, God. And he won a Super Bowl there. He did. And then what? What happened? That was just a team that they assembled just for yeah. a Super Bowl run. Well, like it, the Rams. It also helped that Nick Foles had the best year of his career. That's right, yeah. It wasn't even Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, well, I mean, well, he had a great year, too. Yeah, and then he got hurt. Yeah. But Nick, Nick Foles, Foles had won the Super Bowl. a great year, too. Yeah. So, <coughs> that helped a lot. Dude, the Saints are good, though. 52 points on the Vikings. The Saints are very good. Very I love good. that every team is just up and down. Yeah. Well, like I, I don't know. Not every team, but a lot of the teams. I mean, even the Chiefs today, it was just like they look like they are going to get beat by the Falcons. Yeah, there's definitely not been as much consistency this year with the top teams as past years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and look at the Steelers. Ugh, gross. <laughs> they won today. They came back and won, but, but weren't the Steelers kind of like the? I mean, not as bad as the Bears. The Bears were like what five and zero at one point. You're like that's yeah. the worst five and zero team I've ever seen. Yeah, and it's like Steelers. You're like that's not the best eleven and zero team we've ever seen. <clears throat> but yeah, but they're looking like yeah, this team could go sixteen and zero because they don't really play a ton of people. No. And then 
The Colts should have won that game. They didn't score zero. They scored zero in the fourth quarter, and then they should have scored in the last drive. Gross. They cost me money today, and then freaking Rams cost me money today. If y'all like to Venmo me, go ahead. <laughs> Appreciate it. You got most important? Yeah, let's do it. My most important is Ryan Leaf because I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> um. It was Super 70 Sports. says, name a college player who you thought would be a great pro but wasn't. And Ryan Leaf quote tweeted and said me. (laughs) (laughs) That is pretty funny. I love that you have the self-awareness to do that. That's hilarious. No, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm sure he's doing fine. Yeah. Uh, Maybe doing fine. I don't know. Is he? Yeah, I think he's at like Fox or something. Okay. He's fine. Um, I have this one, saw it on Facebook, and the other day I was actually, uh, we were talking about like last minute Christmas gifts that my girlfriend or her family could get me, and I was like, I want this blowtorch. It was like, you attach it on a propane tank, and she's like, why do you need that? I was like, I don't know, but it was like $25. I was like, that's I saw somebody use one of those. incredibly cheap for a blow, like, for a flamethrower, <laughs> that's incredibly cheap. So I feel like that's a good Christmas gift. And yeah, someone was using one to clean their driveway. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, I could have used that this week. So, thanks for that. Um, but, no, they didn't buy it for me, unfortunately. But I thought that would have been a great Christmas gift. And shout out to the Ingenuity to uh, clean off the driveway with that. It was very smart. Nice. Yeah. Oh, here's the French fry bath. So, this is going to be my most important. Oh, man. Yeah. What kind of fries are they, though? I'm going to bet they are uh, Five Guys fries. Because you know how they're always like, this is where we got them. This is the part of Idaho we got them from today. When you go in there. Oh. So, that's what I hope they are. Okay. That's what I'm going to say to make myself I like, I like their fries. Their fries are pretty good. Their fries are delicious. And they're bag fries. They're like all bag fries because they're all in the bag. But I love big Pals fries. Pals fries are good. It's their seasoning, though, that makes them good. Yeah. They also have bag fries. You know who else? Bag fries. I kind of like their fries. And this is probably a hot take. Probably people don't agree with me. I like Sonic fries. Yeah, it's a hot take. I thought you were going to say cookout fries. They have good seasoning. I don't even I don't get the fries at cookout. You should. They're good fries. Yeah, hush puppies yeah, at cookout. I, nah. Oh, not a, I'm not a big hush puppy guy. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm Team Jade, man. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is wrong with you? Um, let's see. Have any other most important? Yeah, Alvin Kamara um has had more touchdowns on <laughs> Christmas Day than Ezekiel Elliott had all season. Nice. Merry Christmas, Zeke. <laughs> mm, let's see. I'm just looking at screenshots here, and I've got that uh, that cow that was is actually ended up in your front yard. It was in my neighborhood, and then ended up in your front yard. Yeah, what in the world? <laughs> Did they ever find out whose it was? No. There's like not a cow farm that close to here. Like not incredibly close. Yeah. Like I mean, there's a few within so a the, couple there miles. There's a farm back here behind oh, it, the neighborhood. Is I don't, cows? I don't. I don't know. So like, there's a farm behind my house as well, but there's a barn. I don't they'll know bring it's actually in the barn. <laughs> they'll bring cows like every once in a while. Like it's obviously not. They're not there all the time. So maybe it's somebody's house pet just got out. We think it was in my backyard at one point too, but I don't know. Hmm. Not sure. Could have went cow tipping. We missed an opportunity. That gun, boomer, <laughs> boomer. Um, I got fails. I don't have any more most important. I don't think. Let's see. Mm. Yeah, I don't. Oh, well. No. Never mind. 
Thought I had one. All right. I'm ready for fails. Are you ready for fails? Yeah. All right, my first one is the uh, let's see the New York Knicks City Edition jerseys. Did you see these? First off, they're ugly, ugly. Wait, who? The New York, Knicks? the New York Knicks. Yeah, they're ugly. But then um, the Knicks can't do anything. Mitchell right. Robinson and Reggie Bullock both wore number twenty three, and then it turns out that uh, Reggie Bullock wasn't where he only had number twenty three on his back. His front was still number twenty five. <laughs> So the jerseys were ugly and also misprinted. Good lord. Yeah. Um. God, I had one. Oh, uh, Tony Larusa, the White Sox manager, who um, he pleaded guilty to reckless driving, and then he was the one that said, "You know who I am" and, and stuff like that to the cop. And he gets is to serve one day in home confinement as part of his plea agreement. Oh, good. That'll suck. I mean, <laughs> we've been doing that for like the last what eight months, nine months. He's like eighty. He's not going to have a problem that. staying at home. <laughs> he can't go to the nursing home. He's going to have to go to his home. That's, That's true. Oh God. Did you see where? I guess this is the most important. I don't want to call it a fail because probably wrong of me to do that but do you see where the duke women's basketball team opted out of the 20 20- yeah i don't understand 21 season i don't get it it makes me scared though that other teams in the ncaa is gonna follow it it's yeah it's but i mean is there like a player on there that maybe is high risk I don't yeah know. i mean I, I don't know about enough about the situation to really have a take on it. i just thought that was weird yeah for sure But looking back, Tennessee should have done that after the Missouri game. Just been like, no, nah, we're good. 2-0, and baby. <laughs> Just printed the shirts of national champs and, yep. and moved on. No one beat us. Yep. 2-1. Two 2-1. And one. Two and one. Beat, beat Missouri and Kentucky, lost to COVID. <laughs> what uh, would you get for Christmas? What did I get? I got this hat. Got okay. a couple hats. I like that hat. Um, Big hat guy. Golf balls. Did you get any um, visors? No visors. Mm. Uh, my favorite gift was I got a I got new kitchen knives, but I also got a kitchen knife sharpener. Apparently, my knives weren't sharp enough. You're getting old, dude. <laughs> do you have a kitchen knife sharpener? Uh, I don't. Freaking off! Freaking awesome! What? Else? Oh, I got something else that I was like, yeah, I'm definitely getting old. What was it? Oh, I can't remember. Just gift cards. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't get a lot of gift cards this year. I didn't get a lot. I think I got a Chili's gift card. That I was very excited about. I got a new beard trimmer. Nice. Use it for your beard or for manscaping? I have a manscaping <laughs> one, so I needed one for... I don't I don't share the two. Okay. But it it was time to get a new beard trimmer. That one was kind of wearing out. Yeah? Smart? I didn't have a sharpener for it, so... <laughs> you need a knife sharpener. See, I, I told I you. I needed it. Yeah. I don't... There's something else I got. I don't remember. It was probably the food. Dude, the food we had Christmas Day was the best ham I've ever had. It was awesome. And the I honey baked ham? Lunch oh, but fumble. Oh, that sucks. Would that have won the game? Were they on the goal line? They're down by seven. On oh, so they would tied on, it on the other side. Of oh, okay, okay, field. okay. So it wouldn't have won them the game had they not. Yeah, but, okay. But it lost. But it did lose in the game. Yeah. yeah. Um, Burton, I see you. What? That touchdown. That was a good touchdown. Um, God, there was something else. I wish I could remember because I remember thinking. This is an awesome gift, but 
I'm going to be accused of being a 45-year-old man. I don't remember that. Good, good Christmas. Hmm. Probably best you don't tell me because I'll just keep bringing it up. That's fine. <laughs> My knives will be sharp and yours won't. So. I got some some shoe. I got some Vans. Some like tennis shoe Vans. Right. Um, I got a beard trimmer and I think that's it. I got a little. Oh, I got trivia. So we football can start trivia? doing football trivia. Uh, I saw that. Let's, have you opened this yet? Yeah, I have. I have opened you, like the first pack. I feel like I'm gonna suck at it. I think I got one. I, I feel like there's going to be like three, and I got one right. So I feel like there's going to be random ones that I'm like, from like Chicago. Who was the leading receiver for the Chicago Bears in 1983? Yeah. Hmm. The 1985 Chicago Bears Super Bowl Shuffle, that was weird, was nominated for a Grammy Award. True or false? True. That is true. Nice. Sweet. That was a guess. <laughs> I had no clue. Let's try this. I one. remember that play. <laughs> uh, let's see. What in the world? This is a lot. We're playing like yeah, that it was like five different things on there. Pretty tough. How many Super Bowl uh, Super Bowls did the Dallas Cowboys win uh, in the nineteen nineties? Um, that's a good one. Three. Nice. Great. You read that one, didn't you? I did not. <laughs> uh, whose nickname is the Snake? The snake, yeah. Um, the Patriots owner. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kenny Stabler. Okay, not no clue. <laughs> I wouldn't have known that one either. Um, didn't know that. Yeah, me and my wife had a agreement this year, and it was kind of one of those agreements where you don't know if it's actually true until like it actually dangerous gets there. game. Yeah, um, we decided not to get any each other anything. We're just gonna go on a trip. So. That's what we do every year, and we're gonna, we said we we're going to do that this year, and I felt like my girlfriend was like, Emily was like, oh, I, I got you this, and I got you this, and I was like, well, I guess I better go buy her this. <laughs> so I did, but I also bought her, slash me, a waffle maker that I'm very, and it is staying at my house, that I'm very excited to use. So Nice. We're going to make. Making waffles. waffles. <laughs> and in the morning, we're making waffles. I can't wait. I'm very excited about the waffle maker. I can't wait to get a snapshot of you doing it and saying that. Oh, every, I mean, I, I, it's going to get annoying how often I make waffles and say that. I can't wait. I need an omelet maker. That'd be good. I think that's just a pan. Yeah. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> I think that's all that is. I, I think, think I can handle this I pan, could, pan thing. I, I could be wrong, but I think aren't omelets just made on like grills? I don't know. I don't even know if an omelet maker is a thing, but I do love omelets in the morning. I think like just you just need like a griddle. And it's the cruise that doesn't did this to me. My first cruise, every morning I had an omelet. I'm like, dude, that's a lot of egg. <laughs> yeah, protein, baby, <laughs> protein. Mm. That's gross. That sounds gross. It it's not <laughs> gross. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Maybe protein's a little gross. That's what sounded gross to me. It's just like protein for a bro. I'll tell you what it sounds like later. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. That's all I got to you guys. Appreciate y'all listening. Hope y'all have had a wonderful holiday up until now and continue to next week. We'll be back on Wednesday previewing some Tennessee basketball. Maybe talking about a coaching change. I don't know any information. I'm just throwing you all rumors out there that people have asked us about. Humors? <laughs> yeah, humors. Humors. Is it humors? Hue, like humors. Humors. Yep. Humors. I, I like the, like, I feel like this is the, a more realistic option than John Gruden, for sure. 
Yes. <laughs> Maybe not at this time, but yes. I, yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, but we'll be back Wednesday talking about Tennessee football. Of course, Tennessee basketball before they face Missouri that evening. And more. Conzo! That's all we got. We're bringing the boat in, and we out.